0: It is Wednesday. How much? <laughs> Wednesday, August 31. How many tens in a hundred million? Oh, the Sports Breakfast on Sky Sports Radio. Uh, can I just read this text again? Oh, no. For Which our one? next guest. Yeah. Laurie Daly oh, comes yeah. across as a bloke who is so <laughs> egotistical, arrogant, jealous, shallow, and full of himself.
1: And he's more offended about the jealous
0: one out of everything girls <laughs> lost. And I hope Michelle gives him nothing for Father's Day. Dean Bulldog,
2: Richie, morning to you. Good morning, and amen to that. (laughs) (laughs) Amen. Who is this person? Put a name there. Five out of five. Five out of five? Five out of five. five. He's writing
1: his own articles now, Bulldog, as well. Uh, Which
2: which, which one sums me up best? Go through them again. Arrogant. Yes.
3: Egotistical. Yes. Jealous. Yes.
1: Shallow yes. and himself. full of himself. Is there an all of the above? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take option six.
3: Oh dear. Uh, That's
2: good. That's they, not
3: missy. They obviously don't know me that well.
2: So what never, about I, uh what about I, I, Swish? Can we discuss that briefly? Swish, what do you want to talk about? Well Great Company. Talk about Lauren. Like, I'll tell you what, Swish is. And how his neck turned. Yeah, he's, he's, he's on now. Yeah. He's in. You'll need a neck brace with him. I've you been trying
1: to get Loz on board for about six months. So, Swish, it's, Swish is the modern day. You know, you used to go to the ground and sit there for an hour and sign kids' autographs and have photos with them because of COVID. Swish is just the modern use of technology. All you do doing is do it over your phone.
3: as well. I can use it. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly right. <laughs> he just explained to me Press I can use Press one button, it. say happy birthday, merry Christmas, and happy Father's Day. what do you get paid Day. to do this? And then what they do, Very so stunning. the athlete who does the video gets paid a, a certain amount. It varies per athlete. But then also a percentage of that money goes to your chosen charity. So you can don- donate every cent if you want to your charity. No, that wouldn't be happening. Or in Loz's case, you can take half your cash Do you and you donate half to charity.
2: Do you want to be on Swish? Oh, I'd love to. just not sure how much I could charge to get a happy birthday from Bulldog. Mate, $5 <laughs> you if you, lot, <laughs> you want charge whatever you want. Great birthday. company. Bulldog here. Oh, this Uncle Bulldog. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> see little kids in tears going, this is my present. <laughs> Who is this one? Uh, so, Clarkie, uh, well, uh, I've got you in a good mood. Yeah. I know you've discussed it, but I was sent... The R.M. Williams Act. Oh, don't you say no, 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 no. But I clearly remember don't you a start. direct quote on this show. Oh, speaking M- of Swish, sorry, I've got, got to do three videos. M.J. Clark <laughs> saying, I do not model.
1: I'm not a model. You are a model. I'm not a model, mate. we am standing
2: there in front of the cameras for R.M. Williams. Yeah, good that point. Modeling. I, You've no, said you're okay, not a model. I'm not.
1: I'm not. I'm not comfortable. I don't love it. it, it, it it's not modeling. It. It's having a photo. You have a look at models, they know what they're doing. What You have a look at my RM's photos, I'm just standing there for a photo. There's a big difference. Ask yeah, any right. model, they'll tell you that I'm not a model. There's a big difference. The good thing I about RM to... is mean, at least you got clothes now, on, now. so, you know. What do you make it's a of a very uh,
2: poignant look you got on your face too, Clarky. I'm pretty happy. Did you actually have veto over which photo they used?
1: No, I have no approval of. Okay. So there's an article coming out... Shortly, It was about Father's Day, and I've worked with RM a few times. Actually,
3: that makes you look like you've got big shoulders.
1: Oh, what are you saying? I don't? Oh, <laughs> I no,
3: you, a you look, a bit look like you've, Re- done bit of right. you've done some yeah. a bit of retouch. You've done some retouch, your reckon? Tell me you, that...
1: Laurie. How big does his shoulders yeah, he look, in that? Laurie, look normal, that. man. Look Two normal. words.
2: What? Photoshop. <laughs> yeah, it
1: can fix anything. It <laughs> does look a bit Photoshop. Uh, Pup, you're buff there. Oh, you're big. Well, not now. Well, you're not... Big dude. Massive. What are you but saying? You look,
3: well, he looks... Look at the Massive. chest and
1: um, shoulders. I reckon on it. that's a different body, Clarky. Good number six, oh. you
3: reckon? Los? I think they've just put your head on. <laughs> I really do. It's someone else's player. body. It is. Yeah, I like think? it. Thank you. More you look at it, how big <laughs> are the shoulders and the chest? <laughs>
2: they
3: super improved his head.
2: Love it. I, I reckon it's Clarky on Matthew Hayden's body. Yes.
1: What do you... Honestly, if there's any hair on the chest, in the middle. what do you it, think? If it's Hados, there would be a bit of fur on the chest.
0: Look, I understand where you're coming from. But I think there's. He looks massive. He's looked you know, like he's just done just different clothes to what we usually see exactly him oh, no, right. right? Yeah, I haven't got shorts on for starters. Yeah.
1: And
2: yeah, It's weird not seeing see you in jeans. Actually. Anyway, good boots. I seen that ever.
1: Great boots. Uh, Bulldog, do yourself yeah, a favour and real. treat yourself I've got Swish,
2: Aaron Williams. Yep. What else got on? Ublo. U what? Ublo, my watch company. Been with them for a long time. Yeah, good watches. You've
1: heard of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what else we got? BevMart. Right. we What are they Actually, just got a new product. Our listeners mightn't love it, but what, what do it's they do? Non-alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Stop it right there, <laughs> okay, <laughs> <leave> it there. <laughs> uh, Fast fuel, <laughs> pre-made meals. Stick them in your fridge when you're busy, out of time. You can, you know, stick it in the microwave. And two you're minutes off involved
2: your in all these. Mm.
1: Do you want me to stop now?
2: Now keep going. I'm fascinated.
1: <laughs> most importantly, big sports breakfast.
2: Ah, oh, most too smart, Clarky. Too smart. Top of the tree. <laughs> uh,
1: so,
2: Cameron yeah. Smith, hundred and forty-three million. Yep. Done deal. Australian, mm. one forty-three. Oh, you know, what I say, agree, hundred percent. I can't believe anyone would be criticising him for taking the money. Well, we People. will. Ah. This
1: country will. Of course, they will. They'll, they'll, we will look at him differently now, which him up is for so. Generations. R- which is wrong, though. Why do we do that, Boulder? Why do we all of a sudden change our opinion on who seems to be one of the best blokes on the planet who loves his golf? Why do we judge him differently now because he's taken what
2: everyone would take? I'll ask you a question, and you, Los, sports people. I've interviewed him for 35 years. Why do sports people think it's morally corrupt not to admit that they go for the money? Every sports person I know has gone to another club for money. They go, "Oh, it's for the opportunity or the co-. well." Just say it. No, oh, I've gone for but, the money. Yeah, I've got no problem. But with sometimes, that.
1: It, sometimes it is both. Hmm. Sometimes it is. If it's not, if, if it is just solely money, then I agree. Say it. You can. In this, <laughs> this is a good example. He is a hundred percent gone, just for the money. But no one in their right mind can blame him. Surely, a hundred and forty million dollars. And some people will say, like I said earlier, oh mate, what's the difference between being worth 100 million and $200 A hundred million 100 million dollars. $100 <laughs> a lot. There is a significant difference.
2: Is this the greatest grab for cash? Since people we know, Clarky, <laughs> turned their back on the establishment for money many years ago. You well, I mean,
1: mentioned it a little earlier. Yeah yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. I can't remember. I'm not sure it was 140 million back then, but. It was the I it was 140. I wouldn't have thought of it. I didn't it. mention your name, Laurie. <laughs> yeah. You just gave yourself up. We've spoken about it already. This I know. Morning that. Bulldog. But I'm not, I wasn't suggesting you. If you were part of the machine behind Super League. I was writing the propaganda. Joking,
3: joking. <laughs> joking. <laughs> But uh, yeah. you, speak- you guys were, were
2: all for it. You well, were writing some terrific articles. I didn't get any money out of no. it. We just kept writing how much yeah. you were getting. Yeah. Your pay packet went up. <laughs> yeah, of course. I wish it did. Only a young now you're back on back Fox then.
3: Sports. You're a superstar on Fox. Clucky. You know.
1: Yes, buddy. You're right there? Yeah, I'm just facetiming my daughter. You want to say good morning? Okay. Good morning. <laughs> She's getting ready for school. Oh, don't scare her. Don't scare her. <laughs> <laughs> Does she want to swish? <laughs> Baby, Kelsey Lee, to do a video for swish? Oh, no, she just lost a tooth. Ooh, um, Ooh dear. It's a big one, too. Sorry, middle.
0: No, speaking of cash, <laughs> uh, Joseph Suali'i, yes, uh, as well as other, I guess, players who came through rugby juniors all of a sudden set to be in the sights of Rugby Australia with British and Irish lines tours and also World Cups on our shores occurring in the next few years. But uh, the problem for rugby is they've got to keep these players in the first place. They lose them straight out of school for instance. And uh, you've spoken with Peter Volandes in the back page of the paper today and in uh, great Peter Volandes style just throwing a beautiful barb straight at rugby.
2: Yeah, I've chased this story, <clears throat> excuse me, for two days now and Certainly with the help of uh, Jamie Pandaram, our rugby writer, he did Fossick round and got a list of players that they're looking at. Clearly they won't get all of them. On that list is Luttrell, Cam Murray, uh, Turbo, Asafa Solomona, uh, Suwali. Uh, but look, Joseph Suwali, Suwali, I'll get that right, uh, he's their number one target. And they have been told basically if they want him back, it'd have to be a five-year deal worth $10 million which is an extraordinary amount of money, but they don't, from my point of view, they don't have any player in that Wallaby side that is commercially known. Correct. Is someone that you can market around. And with these two big tournaments coming up, they need someone desperately. So would it be money well spent to get someone like Sawali back? I think it would be. Just be a matter of whether they can get the private equity to have enough money to throw at him. Would you pay that money for him, Loz? If I was rugby union,
3: I'd have to. Yes. Hmm. I think you've just explained it perfectly. You've got tournaments coming up, massive tournaments here in Australia, and you need to build around somebody. And the other thing, you're not just getting somebody. You're getting a superstar.
0: On and off the field. Yeah, and $2 million would be cheap for rugby. Yeah, I reckon they've got to do it. You're exactly right in the fact that Australian rugby at the moment doesn't have that talismanic figure that is commercially,
2: I guess, known across the sporting yeah. landscape. The Wallabies could walk down Pitt Street with all due respect and not be recognised. Mm. Yeah. Mm. You get uh, Joseph yeah. on board, he's the pin-up boy. Mm. He's the one yeah. on the posters around yeah. Sydney. Before and and it depends
3: how much he's fallen in love with the game compared to Rugby Union. I know he played Rugby Union at school at Kings, but he's now been in the Roosters set up quite possibly. Will go away at the end of the year on the Australian Kangaroo Tour, Um, you know, could win a competition this year. You know, how much does he he love the game? How much are the Roosters prepared to to pay him? I'm assuming they can't go anywhere near $2 million. And then it's a big choice for the young man.
2: He wants to play fullback, Laws, and that would be promised to him in union. Yeah. Clearly at the Roosters with Tedesco there for another, what, Laurie, two, three years, four years maybe? Well, the way he's playing, you'd say at least three. Yeah. So he probably would be denied that chance. Where would you play him, Laurie? Hmm. Oh, geez. Well, you can't play him. At at the Roosters?
3: I think at the Roosters. Where he is now? Yeah, and possibly moving him into the centres. Centres, yeah. Um, He's a long-term fullback, though, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, if that's where he wants to play, Hmm. 100%. Fullbacks, it's, it's funny how it's sort of all changed. You know, fullbacks... A lot of them now aren't the – like a Dylan Edwards, for instance. He's not your classic mm. sweep fullback, out the back, pass three on two, put your winger away. He's your more meter eater, back of the field player, gets yards for your team, and he's so effective in the Penrith system. Latrell in South Sydney system is more not so much at the back of the field, it's at the front of the field. When we get in good position, I'll push up through the middle or I'll create – space with my passing game down an edge or just through brute strength Tedesco does a bit of everything um, so, so there's different ways that fullbacks can play But and Joseph, when you watch him, he just looks like he's got everything You know, very good under a high ball, good passing skills, the only thing you'd have to learn in, def, uh, you know, in rugby league to play fullback would be organising and communicating defensive systems you have to learn because how to that's so difficult to do and understand for a young fella, because you really don't do that, you know in in lower grades. And coming from rugby union, you just don't understand it. Um, so that's where his biggest challenge will be. But he, he's—you could play him anyway. You're
2: playing anyway. kicking would have to improve for rugby. Doesn't obviously K- do kicking of, would have uh, to, right to improve for rugby? Yeah. yeah, it's very rare, in my opinion, that we get a kid with such hype. And essentially, in his first full year, um, reaches those hype levels, Loz. We don't normally... A lot of them fall short the first year, and I understand why there's pressure on. They don't fully digest that pressure or understand it. But this kid has probably gone even above expectations.
3: Well, one thing he doesn't do is shy away from collision. And that's a great sign. Because at times when you first come into grade, you can be a little bit... um, yeah, a bit shy. You know, you, you don't want to wear that, that bruise and sometimes you can take an easy option. For me, when I watch Sawali, it's just carry the ball at a million miles and he's so big and strong and gets the roosters on the front foot. Very good in the air. Defensive decisions on the wing are excellent. Um, and we all know the talent that he has. So he's just got everything that Rugby Union would need. And... Yeah, depends how much he wants to go across and play rugby union, whether he's got that great desire to go and play for the Wallabies or he's enjoying his time at the Roosters. We'll we'll soon find out.
2: Two million a year can coerce that desire.
3: Mm. Yeah, but he's played Union, that's the other thing too. He's he's played Union for a few years and and really enjoyed it.
0: The Big Sports Breakfast Grand Final Lunch is on again. Join the entire team in the Grand Pavilion at Rose Hill Racecourse Wednesday, September twenty eighth, with the midweek Rose Hill Race Meet in full swing. The team will take you through an afternoon of laughs, food, good company, as you mingle with NRL and racing royalty. Uh, Sky Racing's analysts will guide you through the Rose Hill card as well as preview Saturday's Tab Epsom and do their best to send you home a winner. Now, tickets are available at australianturfclub.com.au. That's australianturfclub.com.au. Dean Bulldog Richie is in the studio and uh, he only interviews
2: the big guns, the PM, Anthony Albanese. Yeah, it was a great uh, a great night with Albo. It was Let me stress straight away, there was no political agenda there. It was just simply straight out Albo being a South fan, so... He kindly invited me out to a call. We had an interview in a private suite, one-on-one for half an hour. Then he went upstairs to the chairman's lounge. He mingled uh, and then down the dressing rooms after the game for the team song. But it was was a fascinating few hours. It really was very enjoyable. Um, Whether you agree with Albo's politics or not, that's up to the individual. But I treat people as they treat me. He was warm. He was courteous. He was polite. He couldn't do enough for me in helping me with my story. so, And I hope the story turned out well. Uh And certainly, that passion for South, that's not false. that That's a genuine love of South Sydney that Anthony Albanese has.
3: But we've all known that for a long time. Yeah. He was
2: there when the march was He off. was lost. You know, all that type of stuff. So. He was, yeah. It was just more seeing the interaction yeah. of the fans and how much they queued up to, to meet him. And It was a really, really enjoyable night. And when I will look back on... Awesome. When I retire, and think that was a special night with the PM. Uh, Cameron Serraldo uh,
0: reports that he has approved Josh Reynolds to have a train and trial deal. I, I texted Josh last night, and Josh said he still has to meet with Cameron. But uh, the information from the Bulldogs, Bulldog, is that uh, this will be ticked
2: off. Yeah, I think it was all <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, done behind the scenes. It just needed Cameron, obviously. To give it the final tick, which he has said yes. I think it's only about a thousand bucks a game, you know, so it's not big money for Josh, but Josh has said on this show multiple times that he's not chasing big money. Hmm. He just wants another crack at the NRL. He wants another year to play rugby league. So he'll do it for his love of the dogs and his love of footy more than the money, but I think he'd be a great 14, Loz. and certainly as we know, Grub. He brings a lot of energy to any side. Well,
3: I think he understands that his role will be different to what it was four or five years ago. I think he wants to go out on his own terms. I think he wants to finish his career at the Bulldogs. And I think he wants to be a mentor to a lot of young players. And you get a guy like Josh Reynolds in your team, in particular in the off-season, when they can be boring and long and hard, he's one of the fittest folks you'll see. And he'll drive the standards and... You know, he'll get people through tough moments because that's his personality. Um, And he'll be so good for them. Now, he mightn't play every game. You know, I think if you expect Josh to go and play 25 games in the regular season and then if they make finals, will his body hold up? Possibly not, and more than likely not. But if you've got a guy there as that player that come off the interchange bench, you know he's going to make an impact. You know he's got, you know, 15 to 20 games in the season, possibly in him, and you're not paying him a lot of money, I think he's a
0: tremendous signing. Breaking news. Foxy Cleopatra has been scratched. Scratched. Yeah, there you go. He's just sprooked her for nothing.
1: No,
3: I said if it was mate. a heavy track. Well, you should have saved it the next week. Because the jockey
1: what a waste of time said that, that was!
0: she didn't handle the heavy 10. Right. They, they said article. it was a 6, didn't Big, they? I even had an article in the paper.
1: Yeah, they said it was a 6, not a heavy 10.
0: It's mm. appalling. You blokes put too much pressure on her.
1: Oh, <laughs> mate, save the chat until she's ready to run, would you? No oh, she'll be ready. <laughs> Such
3: a You've ruined the day. She'll be mate. ready to run. Seriously. She'll be ready to run, and I'm telling you, Bulldog, Hype! Oh, this you built around
2: this poor horse. Mate, this horse is going horse to be a champion. Has clearly heard the hype. Yeah. He said, "I don't want to run. You're putting too much pressure on me." Back to the couch. What are you saying? The horse is a coward. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, you see, a coward in there, right? Coward in there as well. Mister Ed.
3: Someone yesterday said, "This time next year, you'll be a Tari Show Jumping." <laughs>
0: I think, think <laughs> Mitch Robinson said, I can't wait till four years from now. You're trying to break your maiden at the Bong Bong Cup.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sam Burgess, before you go, big game this weekend. Yeah. The, the
0: grand final with the uh, Arara Valley Axeman,
2: is that yeah, right? Yeah, correct, yeah. i followed Arara Valley this year because of Sam. Uh, up there in Group 2, grand final this weekend, just outside of Coffs Harbour. They're playing the South Grafton side. Sam's first year. He bought Arara Valley Back after a two-year exile, done a great job, won their major semi well. Apparently, the whole town up there is buzzing up in and around Arara Valley. So, good on Sam. First year in coaching. If he can win the comp, obviously, that sets him up. On a very low platform in terms of status, but it sets him up to move forward. And, obviously, he will be at South Sydney very, very soon in some coaching capacity. Good stuff, Bulldog. You threw a few barbs out. You made them accountable I'm impressed. Thank you, Mido. Thanks, Loz. Thanks, (laughs) Haydos.
0: Now, in the Premier League this morning, four matches. Crystal Palace and Brentford finished 1-1. Fulham beat Brighton 2-1. Southampton beat Chelsea 2-1 at St. Mary's. And Leeds and Everton finished 1-1 at Ellen Road. Some more games tomorrow. In fact, Arsenal in action against Aston Villa. Man City against Nottingham Forest. West Ham host Tottenham. And Liverpool at Anfield host Newcastle. In some games there tomorrow, just on the text line here as well. Morning boys breaking news. Foxy Cleopatra is nominated for two races on Sunday at Geelong. And yes, it is. I've just uh, corroborated that, Loz. So out today at Sandown, in for two races, nommed on Sunday at Geelong. I'm heading on a road trip today for the Cosy Tour, St. Clair to Queenbean to Jindabyne. So hopefully see you there on Friday. The battler from St. Clair who gives a really good mail. He does give good some time. good mail. So, I met the thank battler. Thank you for that.
3: Uh, well, was that a couple of years ago. We did a bit of a, a tour out west, met the battler. He actually gets some decent mail. So hopefully he's got some for the
0: weekend. Coming up, well, what a weekend we've got with the AFL finals. And Friday night, MCG. The Swans trying to make it, well, two wins over Melbourne there at the MCG this year. They beat them by 12 points back in, I think it was round 12. And about to join us, defender in his 10th year at the club. Morning, Jake. Morning, boys. How are you going? Yeah, really well, thank you. And uh, the bye week, just curious whether you're a you're a fan or not and how the, you, that you feel everyone's handled it as well.
4: Um, yeah, mate. It's, look, it's probably coming a good time for us this year. We uh, had one of our stars down forward in perhaps a bit of a head knock um, a couple of weeks ago. So had we not had the bye, uh, he would have missed the first final. So uh, for us, it's worked out pretty well. But... Personally, I don't mind a bit of a freshen-up and, um, yeah, full steam ahead for Friday night.
1: Yeah, Jake, you couldn't ask for better momentum. Um, boys are playing so well. Seven straight wins, so the confidence must be extremely high going into this game.
4: Yeah, it is, mate. We, um, yeah, I guess, when was it? Uh, later this year, we had, a, we had a bit of a bad loss there to Essendon and, and um, probably the turning point in our season. It was um, yeah a moment where we got together as a group and had a chat and sorted a few things out. and um, Since then... Uh, we've played some really good team footy as a group and uh the boys are feeling really fresh and, and motivated and um yeah, we're we're really looking forward to Friday night.
3: Well you're taking on the defending premiers, the demons, and they're starting to hit a bit of form of, of their own. Yep. Where, where, where's where's their big strength? Is it in the middle of the ground with you know, guys like Petrarca and, and Oliver and, and Maxi Gorn?
4: Yeah, definitely. They're um yeah, their midfield set the tone for them. Um Around the contest, you know, they get in tight. They win those hard balls. They've um, got obviously Jackson and Gorn who can be really dangerous in the ruck and and put the ball wherever they like. So um, I think that's where the game's probably going to be won and lost on Friday night. It's our ability to match them in the middle and then uh, test them on the outside. We feel like we've got some really classy players on the outside who can who can really set us up going forward. So um, if we match them in the middle, um, hopefully we'll be right.
0: Jake, 10th year at the club, as I mentioned, and and you were there in 2014 on grand final day in 2016. In the back of your mind, uh, I guess, to what extent is there urgency there driving you based on the point, I guess, you're at it in your career? Still years left, no doubt about that. But uh, when you're here, you know how hard it is to get here and here's a big chance.
4: Yeah, no, spot on. I I mean, 2014 was my first year of senior footy and, um, you know, I come into a a group that was... uh, you know, very strong and I felt like it was you know, it was gonna happen every year, um, the way we went about it then and um, you know, these opportunities don't come around often, so for us to miss the finals obviously the last few years and um to get ourselves back so quickly and uh, in a prominent position it's um yeah something that, that I'm I've sort of thought about and um you know I really wanna make sure that the group's on edge and, and uh and ready to play.
0: How do you compare say the feel of the squad now Jake to those years when you when you ended up making the grand final I mean what what gives you the confidence that this I guess is your best chance
4: yeah I mean I was running around with Adam Goods and blokes like that back in 2014 so it was a completely different group but um yeah I guess I guess my maturity now um as a player uh it allows me to, I guess, see the game a lot differently, but um, support those, I guess, younger boys. Uh, we've got a group of probably, you know, 10 or 12, 21 to 23 year olds that mm. have played a lot of footy the last three years and um, really stepped up in some big games. And uh, they've actually got some final sp- experience in themselves. So uh, I think that holds us in good stead and they're, they're kids with plenty of confidence. So um, as long as we can. Uh, keep feeding them the footy and and keep them up and about it. Um, Yeah, we're in a pretty good spot.
1: Yeah, I was going to ask, Jake, how do you get that balance? Obviously, you've been here before and and played in big games. How do you get that balance for the youngsters to, I guess, still play with that freedom, that that natural gut instinct in a big game under maximum pressure? What type of conversations are you and the other senior players uh, having with those boys leading up to this game?
4: Yeah, I think the, the one important thing there is just to, to ensure those blokes that, um, you know, mistakes are going to happen and, mm. um, you know, the, the pressure of the game itself is you don't have to go over the top and, and do something, um, out of the ordinary. Um, you know, you have to just stick to the basics. Um, the pressure of the game is going to come, but, um, there's going to be moments where you're going to be able to have that flash br- brilliance and, and do your thing. So mm. it's just about, um, sticking to the basics and, um, uh, keeping that front of mind and then just allowing the game to come to you.
3: Is it the same in AFL, Jake? I speak to a lot of people in and around rugby league and they talk about the young kids now that are coming through sort of different to possibly what they were eight to ten years ago, just in their belief and their confidence. Do you get the sense that that's the same with younger guys coming through the AFL?
4: Yeah, I completely agree. Um, Yeah, it's funny, I guess, for me, when I was a young kid coming in, it was, uh, you know, you sit back and sort of um, take it all in, whereas a lot of the guys now are straight in. Um, you know they're very vocal they they're, yeah. they're uh, they really back themselves in so um it's I feel it's certainly changed over the last ten years for sure.
0: you're off contract, i so, mean how difficult is it to push that uncertainty to one side until the end of the season Jake
4: yeah, um it's something that obviously would have been good to get done uh, earlier in the season, but hasn't happened to date yet, so um for me it yeah. It's really in the back of my mind. I haven't haven't actually thought about it the last few weeks and um, I'm not too worried about it. I feel if I can help this group um, achieve the ultimate success and um, just play good footy myself, it'll it all take care of itself. So, um, that's, yeah, that's where my mind's at at the moment.
3: I remember talking to Jimmy Bartelt last year, Jake, about the Swans and we were talking about you know the advantage that the Swans have on the SCG. And, and Jimmy was of the opinion that the bigger grounds actually – Suit the swans. So, what is it about your game that he believes that that suits the bigger ground? And you're playing at the MCG this weekend, and you've got a terrific record against the demons as well. I think you've won what ten of your last twelve against them.
4: Yeah, um, it's funny. It's uh, you know five or six years ago, I was a fortress at the SCG, and uh, was a ground that we defended really well. I guess not being overly big in size, but uh, just our uh, the structure of the group at the moment. Um, as I sort of mentioned before, our ability to get the ball on the outside and really test test uh opposition, uh, with our run and carry. Uh we got like Errol Gould now out and on a wing, um, Chatty Warner's obviously ability to to break the game open. Um the bigger ground can suit those types of players. So um yeah, I think it's just the mix we've got at the moment. Um our ball use is uh, a lot better than it was a couple of years ago and um yeah. I feel like that holds us in good stead.
0: You mentioned Chad Warner, and he's one player that's just absolutely popped this year. What a season he's had! Uh, how unique a talent is him, and does does he remind you of anyone the way he plays?
4: Oh, he's just yeah, he's a superstar. Um, second year in the comp, obviously, but um, you know his his ability to, to really turn games um, with two or three stoppage clearances is yeah, it's very impressive and. He's so hard to tackle, Um, so powerful. And I guess if you liken him to someone, maybe a Patrick Dangerfield or someone Mm. like that, just their explosiveness out of a stoppage to then go forward and kick goals. Um, Yeah, it's pretty special talent.
0: Well, everyone's behind the red and the white this Friday night, Uh, Jake. Appreciate your time this morning. Good luck and go get the Ds. No worries, guys. Thanks for having me. Jake Lloyd there from the Swans. They're $2.80 outsiders with Tab. 12.5 is the line for this one. Melbourne, $1.46. Jake Lloyd's one of those players the Swans don't want to lose. The issue is with his uh, contract situation, I'm sure why it's been put on hold from all parties is they need to see what's going to go on with Lance Franklin. Mm. Uh, but because uh, this is the thing. If, if Buddy is re-signed on big money, players like Jake Lloyd will probably be squeezed out Um, but in the short term, for the Swans, it's like, let's just go and win a flag.
3: Yeah, Yeah, well, they're all in, aren't they? Mm. They're they're in a great position, um, you know, finish top four, and that's everyone's goal, is to get two bites at the cherry. And they're taking on Melbourne, who seem to be coming good at the right time of the year, and their big guns are firing, but the Swans have got a remarkable record against them. And I know a couple of years ago, the Demons were struggling, so that would have added to the fact that they, they won games against Melbourne when they were n- not great. But, you know, the last couple of games, the last couple of years, when they've had this big rebuild on, the Swans have been more than competitive.
0: Just some more news ahead of the finals in the AFL this weekend. One tab customer yesterday had $48,000 on Richmond. Tomorrow night at $1. seventy. To beat the Brisbane Lions. The Lions are $2.15 outsiders. That's at the Gabba, by the way. That elimination final. That's the 6v7 elimination final. And just note the winner of that plays the loser of Melbourne-Sydney. So, uh, Richmond, $48,000 bet on them. So, their favourites travelling to the Gabba there. And a devastating blow for Fremantle in the 5v8 elimination final. Which is on Saturday night in the West. Nat Fife is out for the Dockers against the Western Bulldogs, has a hamstring injury. He's only played seven games this year in that five. Genuine superstar of the competition, but he's been coming back from, he's had shoulder surgery. He's had about four surgeries and back surgery, I think as well, but still he's a genuine match winner and superstar.
3: Yeah, he is. Uh, uh, Look, this Richmond um, Lions game on Thursday night, it'll be a, a tough encounter for Richmond. I mean, Dusty's back. Well, they're talking about him being back, so that's a plus, obviously, for the Tigers. But you, yeah, yeah, there's something about playing away from home in a final. You know, it's a, it's a massive advantage. I know the Lions have got a few players out.
0: Advantage, playing away from home.
3: Uh, playing at home, sorry. Yeah. So so the Lions, you know, sorry. Mm. So the Lions playing at home, it's an advantage uh, for them, even though they've got a couple out. Um, Can't I, I would have thought it would be a bit tighter the market rather than Richmond being so the you, dominant favourite, so favorite. you're
0: saying lines are over the odds. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah the punters I think are they are gravitating towards the Tigers.
3: Yeah, I, and yeah. I understand why, but mm. just home ground advantage. You know, they haven't you know, won the last couple of games up there. I think, um, you know, they. I, I, I don't know. There's something about the Lions that I reckon they're a team that can win a final or two. I, I don't know whether they can win a comp, but any time you're playing up there at the Gabba. It's, it's, it's warmer conditions, it's drier conditions. Um, and I know Melbourne like to play that sort of chaos type of football, but, you know, th- this will be a, a lot closer, I think, than people may expect. Heads up, putters. The Sticky and Smoky crew are at it again, but this time it's all about the roar of supercars at Mount Panorama. Sticky Wings and Smoky Barbecue are giving you and a mate the opportunity to win a VIP experience for two at this year's Bathurst 1000, including a full weekend hospitality package, a grid walk, track lap and accommodation. Now, this is a serious bucket list opportunity. Keep an eye out, too, for Sticky Wings and Smoky Barbecue in your local IGA, and if you can't find them, then ask the manager to get them in. To enter, simply go to stickywings.com.au or smokybarbecue.com.au and register your details. It's that easy. That's stickywings.com.au or smokybarbecue.com.au. Dot au supercars never tasted so good.
5: Brad Davidson, good morning. Morning, guys. How are we going?
0: Yeah, really well, thanks, mate. Now, but uh, Kibu and Uncommon James they're being ruled out for the spring.
5: Yeah, they were the two uh, stories yesterday, guys. Unfortunately, Kibu's got a bit of uh, or a couple of bone chips in a knee, I believe, that need to uh, need to be taken out with surgery. So he'll go to the spelling paddock, and Uncommon James also taken out of all those features. A uh, bit of filling, I think, just a minor setback there. So. Um, unfortunate news for the connections of both horses and punters because we were looking forward to watching the progression of both those gallopers, um, particularly uncommon James, who was very exciting for the O'Day yard. So um, shame there, but um, you know it's always this time of the year, isn't it, where we do lose a, a few horses. we set back um, for the spring carnival, and unfortunately, they were the latest two yesterday.
1: David, do you know anything about l Daly's horse that's been scratched today?
5: Yeah, what happened? Lost? Yeah, too wet. Too wet, yeah. Well, I mean, when Soft. you've got group, when Too you've got group wet. One horses, you've got to look after them, don't you? These group one horses. Um, you that's can't. exactly right. <laughs> that's, that, that's exactly
3: what I said to T Bus.
1: Too wet. <laughs> only perfect conditions. It only runs in perfect, and condi- it doesn't no, want no, to no, no, no. get a little wet. No, not
3: to start a career. Oh my! Which is treat God. them nice and you know nice and easy. You know, look after the welfare oh of God. a champion. Winks Junior.
5: When well, Winks who Winks Junior. The, Junior Daily reckons, yeah, actually I the second that, coming of I Winks. take that
1: back. Laurie Daly said, better
5: than Winks. Exactly. It'll be Winks two in a year after this horse is uh, <laughs> exactly
3: just, right, Davo. You heard it here
1: first. The win after the win. Oh, <laughs>
5: well lost, So you yeah. look like you've
3: definitely got a nice horse. Anyway, well, let's hope so, Davo. But I think she'll run around at Geelong on Sunday. Oh, you think? Oh, unless there's a bit of a sprinkle, then she might chill again. Well, it's getting to the stage soon. Have to run her. We have to run her. Oh, oh.
0: really? Yeah, when you're on an oaks path, you've got to get them. Get, <laughs> well, get well, get to, the you got 12 months as well. Doesn't we're we're going to knock yeah. off the
3: oaks this year, and then we're coming back next year. We're going to shorten the prep and go straight to the Everest. We're climbing the mountain, baby. Well, yeah.
0: I don't think it'll be going in the Cox Plate this year, but neither will the defending champ, State of Rest, Davo.
5: Yeah, exactly right, guys. Unfortunately, the uh, retired stud, I think, uh, was the, the latest there. After it yep. uh, didn't pass that racing Victoria scan, it was found to be a minor issue, and uh, they, 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 the connections decided to retire to stud. So, um, look, I'm a I'm a big fan of all those scans personally because um, you know they, they do find little niggles and things like that. And as we know in these big races over here, I, I think we've got to you know, make sure and do everything possible to make sure all these horses are 100% sound and fit. And if they're bringing up little injuries, then there's the, the chance that they become bigger, of course, on on race day. And, I know, you know, trainers will argue certain horses uh, have a maybe a different action, or they're, you know, they might be able to go, go on with niggles and whatnot. But um, I think you know, welfare and, and perception and things like that in our sport are really key, particularly any day. But at the moment, when um, you know we're we're, we're trying to make sure that, um, that everything goes well on the racetrack all the time. So I'm all for it. And um, unfortunately, that was the case with State Arrest. And, uh, yeah, I'm sure he'll be, he'll be missed from racing, but uh, we'll follow his journey at stud. What do you like today? Uh, I was, well, it's going to make Fox, Foxy Cleopatra the, the better of the year, but unfortunately we'll have to uh, <laughs> race six number one, Warwick Farm for me today, guys, Nasturtium. Um, look, he's a, a promising horse for the Joe Ryan and Stealing Alexia Yard makes his return. He's been trying up really well. I think he'll lead from the inside barrier, and I think it will be very hard to catch around the Warwick Farm 1,000 metres today. So I'll make him the best on on a tricky day at Warwick Farm today, and hopefully he can get the job done. He did SP pretty short against the likes of Marzu last preparation and um, was building a nice record before pulling up slow to recover in that race.
0: Race six, number one, Nasturtium, $2.10, and favourite with Tabby's Davo's best today. Thanks so much, mate. Have a good day.
5: Thanks, guys. Talk tomorrow. Cheers.